Cheese Podcast, minus Miss Love, unfortunately, who's in Croatia eating raw fish as we speak. He's in a better place. With a little bit of drizzle of Chardonnay <laughs> to make it extra good. Um, so I guess we're not going to be talking about your high school mates for one hour. <laughs> it's going to be a long month. Yeah, it's going to be a long month. Uh, all right, let's start with the first segment. I've come back to the country and all I see is the Greens have transformed into like this extremely cooperative political organization. Pragmatic too. Pragmatic. They've yeah. passed the housing bill. What happened yeah. over here? What happened is they thought that this was going to be their holy grail against the Labour Party and that they were going to shave all of the renters off their vote. And then the Labour Party turned around and was like, hang on a second. You're trying to make a bill that is aimed at homeless people, and DV victims and the disabled, the truly down and out of society, and you're trying to turn that into, oh, the rent's too damn high, and all of Australia saw that and thought, you guys are fucked. Mm -hmm. And you can see it, their polling numbers have gone down one to two points, which is great. I'm perfectly happy with the Greens having their little dogmatic 10%, but them creeping up into the you know, 11, 15 margin, that has to stop, and it has. <laughs> And so they realised this is killing us. Max Shaler Batha was was continuing on with it. We think this is uh, you know inside baseball. We think it was just doing it purely because uh, he has leadership ambitions. This annoying thirty year old that fucks up every time he's in front of a camera. He was like, I should be the leader. I say dumb shit all the time. That's why I should be there to the crowd. And so then. <laughs> <laughs> you should see the photo. It's glorious. It is at a bed just being like, okay, we've got to fucking stop this now. So he obviously called the captain's call. was just like, nah, this is ending now. And so there is a photo of the announcement of Max Chandler Bather looking absolutely fucking livid. And then there's uh, at a bed in the background being like, <laughs> but is that like a good cop, bad cop thing? Like they're both in agreement as to like, look, you're going to be the aggressive side. I'm going to be the cooperative side. That way, you know, we can sort of keep both sides happy. I think that you are giving the Greens far too much credit in the intelligence department. They are just psychos that all are in the same group. and They, they fucking hate each other. I know this. They, they all despise each other because they're all a bunch of narcissists. They're all going, they hate the world. And so they, no. <laughs> the answer is no. So what concession did they manage to get? Because I did see Adam Bance, uh I read an article where it had the transcript of his speech and he was saying like, we've managed to get extra funding for housing, which is not based on, uh, you know, the profits from yeah. the investments. It's yeah, based yeah, yeah. on Good like work, guys. every, so is that true? Like how much extra did he, because didn't they want like $20 billion or something? And a rent freeze? Yeah, they wanted originally $5 billion so a five. year invested into housing, despite the fact that the Albanese government has given out $9.5 billion, just because because nothing's ever good enough. That's the whole modus operandi. Not, not enough. Just chuck $5 billion in. Where does it go? How is it spent? Doesn't matter. Just chuck in $5 billion. That'll do something somehow, won't it? You just That's, that's the Greens' uh, solution to everything. Throw money at it. There's no other hurdles involved. Um, that was the first thing that they just went down to, okay, 2.5 billion, because all they want is just that press release headline that they got of like, yes, we got concessions because we're making labor better just going into that narrative, yeah? Uh, what they got in the end was a billion dollars. So they try and make it, we got $3 billion out of the Labor Party. That Talking about that $2 billion state spending thing. Wait, so they didn't get. That is not... So they've the received Greens. extra $2 billion of funding. They did not. Oh, okay. They pretended that they did because while they were blocking the half, the Labor Party gave out another $2 billion uh, into housing, which is what they said from the very beginning of... In opposition, they were saying, our policies on housing, we're going to be taking it very seriously and we are going to be ramping up spending when we see fit in government. Uh, that's exactly what they did. But that happened in the year that they've been obstructing and fucking around with the housing policy. Uh, and so they just claim credit for it because they claim credit for everything. Uh, but then when it came to the billion dollars, that's so good because obviously, because this is the whole thing, you can see it in the two press releases. You can see <coughs> the Labor Party saying, we are so happy that this is going forward. Thank you so much to the crossbench for letting this happen because they genuinely want people that are struggling to have a house 
That's the that's what they're doing because you think about it. Julie Collins, the housing minister, Anthony Albanese, prime minister, they are from housing commission houses. But they know. That isn't it's the shit. coalition also want the same thing? Like they want people not to be homeless, right? Or the coalition is just I, like. I, I think they don't care if people are homeless. If oh, they okay. if they aren't homeless, great. But if they are homeless, that's their fault. because they cut spending all the time they cut all the government programs this is why you needed the fund in the first place because every time you put something on budget the coalition goes through and goes okay well i can cut that two billion dollar program and give that to my mate to mow the parliament lawn you know they they do that stuff um so what they got was this billion dollar concession now i'm gonna have to go back and read it and i know that there's going to be a bunch of dickhead redditors in the comments saying actually and they look they they might be right about it they probably aren't because they usually aren't uh but it was some uh program that the labor party set up this was part of their 9.5 billion that they were putting money into that gives out cheap money to people that are building houses or you know just struggling with homes and all that kind of stuff yeah so it's a mechanism that is nascent it hasn't started yet and Adam Band obviously went into the negotiation, said to Albanese, you're going to have to give us something. You have to give us something, otherwise we can't do it. And then Albanese was like, yeah, okay, has about a billion dollars here. Yes, we got a billion dollars, we win. And so you should see the press release that they give out. It's like, Labor's is like, thank you so much to the Greens for doing this. Like, we're really happy that everyone's gone on board because now we have a bedrock that is there permanently that all these housing community uh, organiser groups can go to and plan big programs of housing that they never had before. Now they have something that's like, there's a, there's a continual source of funding there that they can base all of their decisions off and start the process of building houses, which as I was pointing out in the video, it's not just deciding, here's, look, $100 million, go build, I don't know, 100 houses. It's not that. You also have to come in with all these planning. You have to come out with a bunch of contracts with a bunch of different uh, builders, contractors, developers, all that stuff. You have to organize all of that. You know, when they say, oh, we were just blocking the housing fund for a couple of months, there are these housing organizations that came out and said, you blocking that for a couple of months has stopped us from building, in some instances, thousands of houses because they spent 18 months doing all of these very complicated contracts with all of these builders and that they didn't get the money at the time schedule that they had. All of those contracts had to be canceled. So it didn't just stop it for two months. They have to go back to the drawing board and start again from square one because these cunts thought that they could get like a political opportunity, a little win for themselves and make the Labor Party look shit when they were actually solving the problem. Uh, That is all for naught. Some of these were able to salvage it, like state governments and stuff. They could put it on pause, but a lot of these other ones couldn't. Uh, So that's a huge massive problem so they got this billion dollar concession for this fund that's on budget so they're just like it's direct spending it's like yeah but it can be cancelled by the liberals at any time but anyway uh that billion dollars is just going to sit in the fund for a year you could put it in at any time because it's a, a nascent program like the program needs to be up and running they need to figure out how the fund works before that money can be spent it's not like it's just immediately going there the other thing that they're discounting is they were blocking Tens of billions of dollars of funding. Tens of billions of dollars of funding because it was a $10 billion half, the housing fund. Attached to that bill was $3 billion in housing that was just supposed to be direct spending that they just ignore and pretend didn't exist. So, wow, you're already down, what, $12 billion? Then there was the other point, which is that this fund was supposed to attract, could attract up to $9 billion of extra funding for these houses because once that's in place, you have all of these superannuation funds that are saying... Like, uh, I, I think it was, it wasn't Australia Super, it might be Cebus. One of them was like, you pass this half bill, we'll chuck in 500 million to public housing. So it's all of those super funds saying, yeah, we'll chuck in this X amount of money and this X amount of money once the program is in place, because then we can make investment decisions as a result of that. That was all blocked as well, but they got a billion dollars. Well done, Greens. Thank you so much for your contribution of fucking up thousands of houses that could have been built. You really saved the day. Well done. Pat on the head. Hope that you elect Max Chandler Mather as your new leader and the leadership tension spills over because he's going to do a great job at leading the Greens to greater pastures, I can guarantee you.
Wait, what's the incentive for the funds to do it, to, to put in that extra injection of money? Is that just because they're getting interest-free loans for doing this process? Because isn't part of the fund that's being created supposed to mitigate the interest costs for builders to build low-cost housing? Yeah, that's one aspect of it. Yeah, How do you know that? I think I remember reading about it before I went overseas, but I need to be brushed up on it. Because I feel like that's going to be a big uh, added advantage for a lot of these construction. Massive. Yeah. You are absolutely right. Because as interest rates keep growing, that yes. actually becomes a huge. basic impediment for not doing it. That's a huge part. But it's not just that, Ali. It's also the fact that these super funds have written into their bylaws because... They're super funds. They have to get a return for their investor. Obviously, that's their first priority. They also want to do social good because a lot of them are, uh, you know, uh, started by unions. So they want to be investing it in good things. But you can't invest that money in these things if you don't have a mechanism in place where the government says, look, you'll have some of the equity of that house. We'll have some of the equity of that house. We'll split the rent. Uh, they can't do as much as they... They do it by themselves anyway. They do build affordable housing by themselves regardless, but they'll be able to build more affordable housing if the government's saying, not only is it going to be backed by a super fund, it's going to be backed by the government. And then they can turn to their investors and say, this is a very safe investment. And it becomes a very safe investment. So it is the loan thing, but it's also, they're just going to be able to build more houses. Well, for the Greens, better late than never. And you know what? Funny that Tom Ballard podcast has aged even worse after Sucked listening to in. all of this. Okay, we'll shit on it. We'll shit on it. Make sure that you sign up to the Up Late because we're going to do the same doozy as theirs. You pay us money to hear us shit on them. Yeah, so we're going to react to the entire uh, podcast of theirs, which is them Loses. reacting to Jordan's video. So this is... We're in the Matrix, baby. Now. Oh, yeah. This is yeah, 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 yeah. Insane. So we're going to... You really uh, should have just taken the L, Tom, like you have your entire career. Just keep that ball going. No attacks on the main pod. Uh, keep that. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. Um, so, yeah. You're, you're going to get Make sure you sign up to you our page, uh, Patreon page, uh, Friendly Geordie's Podcast Patreon, <laughs> to listen to us reacting to the entire thing. Someone suggested on the chat that we should do a video react. We might, do, might that. do that. We might do that. We might not. But like, we're definitely going to react to the entire pod. So stay tuned for that. Hey, Jordan. Yes. Let's do some of those Reddit stories. Why not? I really like these. Uh, like I've been saying on Jordan Shank, sign up. Uh, I've realized that Reddit is really funny when you're not deeply involved in the thing that you care about. So when you hear idiots on Reddit talk about politics, it's infuriating, but that's all I ever did because I was on it. But if you just watch idiots talk about things that you don't really care about that much, Reddit is so entertaining. Dude, now with me, whenever I bring Reddit stories, it's going to be sexual. <laughs> that's <laughs> part of the game. Ali has entered the chat. <laughs> What's the Reddit thing? Where it's, Am I the asshole? Yes! <laughs> AM, whatever. Is Ali the asshole? <laughs> Let's find out. Um, I don't know what TIFU... See, I'm, I'm still... No, no, no. Uh, I don't TIFU know what, I don't, is... Did I fuck yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, you're always on that one. Yep. Did I have fucked up by asking my partner to stop eating his own cum after sex... How did you fuck up? <laughs> that's my first question. I think that's a pretty reasonable Well, it's request. a lady. It's you a girl. You shaming them? Sometimes girls don't know like what the etiquette is. That's why they need Reddit. I think that's it. Look, girls, as a little general rule of thumb, every guy has some weird little kink that they need to do. They, 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 every guy has some fucked up little sexual fantasy that they need enacted on and uh, this guy's is particularly fucked up, gotta say. I don't know if I have one of those. Like this this is like this is the this is the impression that girls get when like every guy has something little and then so they meet a guy that does that sort of shit and they go like, I guess this is this person's fuck no. It is a sliding scale. I don't know if I have one of those. Yeah. Like I don't know like I've got the really basic ones that you can find in every porn video out there. Right, right, right. Which is... Uh, I like tits. Ooh, what yeah, 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 that yeah. or like... Uh, anyway, let's not go too deep into it. But it's, it's very vanilla. Continue, Jordan. All right. I think it's all been explained in the headline. Nonetheless, let's delve into the details. I 
23-year-old female have been in a relationship with this guy 33 for like a year. When we started dating after a month of getting to know each other, we went to his place and did the deed. Enjoyable experience overall. But after he was done, he removed the condom and with very expert gestures proceeded to drink his junk right out of it. Jesus, it's a go-gurt for him. It's one of those kids' yogurts. Have you heard that one Your before? Your <laughs> Have you heard that one before? Or is that a new one? Do you know anyone? Yeah. Uh, I remember seeing the title of one of those things on Pornhub and thought, yeah, I think I can live without looking at that one. Well, that's an appropriate <laughs> place for that sort of <laughs> weird <laughs> fetish. But like, okay, anyways, continue. Look at his descendants. I was shocked and confused. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you, I would be. Sure. In my head, I was like, yo, man, what the fuck? He was my first partner and like, I wondered if it was kind of normal. <laughs> Comment, I can, I can tell you right now. Uh, I don't think so. I think, unless Ali's the weird one, I don't, yeah. think, I don't know. I don't know if it's that, if it's as common, but like, we, we don't know. Our sample size is just us. Guys don't necessarily talk about this that much, <laughs> believe it or not. By the way, he wasn't drinking his cup in a kinky or erotic weapon. <laughs> is there a way to do that? Yeah, I'm guessing that's in a way the only that way. turns you on. That has to be the only way to do it after sex. Otherwise, like, what's the point? <laughs> I got to admit, like, it does make a lot of sense that this man is thirty because at thirty you just stop giving a yeah, well, fuck. Yeah, what's don't you? what's his age and what was his a girlfriend's age? Twenty three, thirty three. Well, there, there, that's a power imbalance right there. Why? Thirty three is too old for twenty three. Oh, right. In the sense that, like, you could, yeah, yeah. Well, in the sense there's, that there's truth to that. A thirty three year old man will have the confidence to make anything up in front of a 23-year-old girl. Yeah, well, just a 23-year-old in general. Girls more so. Probably. Um, uh, he, he did it like it was an extremely serious and important deal. Wow, he vanquished his own progeny. I can kind of see it. It's sort of like how lions, when they move into a new pride, they kill all the extra cubs. Or like when, a, when any animal gives birth, they eat the junk that comes out. Yeah, yeah, that's it. He's, he's like how hippie women eat their own placentas. Now I'm coming around to this guy. No, yes, <laughs> you did fuck up, 23-year-old girl. What? Hum hippies do that? Yeah. They eat their own placenta because it's filled with nutrients. Or so they They're think. They think a lot wrong of things because it <laughs> probably. is. But also, don't do it because like you have food. <laughs> yeah, I think you can get those nutrients yeah. from pills. You can buy fish oil tablets. I'm sure you can. You'll be okay with not eating your own fucking placenta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think it's going to extend your life. Uh, I think you can get away with it. Mm. I started to become very concerned. Usually inside his con inside the condoms, there was usually some lube. Oh. I didn't even think of that. I guess lube is edible, right? I y yeah, it has to be. Surely. No, nah, yeah, that's all right. I think the thirty-three-year-old is completely correct in this scenario. And even if the use is not toxic, I well, no, she's got a basis covered. It is a long thing. Uh, I think consuming a small amount, but very often may not be the healthiest of habits, probably not. And right after this ritual, it made me almost throw up <laughs> the whole yeah, time. Yeah, it would make me throw up too, for sure. <laughs> Sounds foul. Anyway, <laughs> she told him about it. And he was extremely angry. <laughs> this is where I'm saying that 33 <laughs> and 23 doesn't work. Yeah, I think you did the right uh, move by moving on. Because like what I was saying before, every guy does have their little thing. They're not all that. Uh, I hope that your next one wasn't like, yeah, I like you watching me fuck a horse. Because they're, they're, you know, there's, there's those guys out there. I think you just got a bad one. A year passed by. I had enough. I tried to confront him, but no, nope, he was unmovable. Neither the fact that his passion for his own cum was making me a little uncomfortable. A little. You were throwing up. Nor the fact that, in my opinion, eating lube could be harmful. Well, I like that you're very concerned for this very 
strange man. He uh, then proceeded to get mad again. Okay, so he's just uh, anyway. Um, Gaslighting. Too long. Didn't read. After the first time, me and my partner had said, "Okay, yeah, well, no, she's just repeating herself." Uh, well, you don't know much about Reddit etiquette, and neither do I. But I do know. Keep it short and snappy, everyone. We're trying to make fun of you on this pod here. We want to get <laughs> to the meat of it quickly. Okay, thoughts. That's definitely fucked. That's not okay. <laughs> that is not normal, I think. Once I was asked this question, and that made me, like, go, what? Once I was with someone, and uh, and I was like, I was like, look, you can be, it's perfectly okay to spit stuff out. Like, it's, I'm not, like, gonna ask you to, like, I'm sure it tastes bad. To which she said, You've never tasted? I was like, no. What do you mean? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not sucking people off. It's like, <laughs> no, no, your own. It's like, no. I, aren't yeah, you? That seems to me stranger. Yeah, and uh, and she was like, aren't you curious? I was like, no, not really. No, not at all. Yeah. Like, I, I'm saying that you don't have to. Not that I should be doing it as well. That this made is a me free think, pass for everyone. That made me think maybe it's like a thing because you know that even there's that porn fetish where. Uh, you spit it in to the guy's mouth after uh, the fellatio. No, not sure That's about that thing. one, but I'm not. It, it, look, nothing surprises me anymore. Yeah, but like you know, porn is just like a weird cesspool of shit. So like, yeah, I've seen that happen. <laughs> the Reddit of sex. Yeah, but I was all even at that point. I was like, no, that part was unnecessary. No, not yeah, not that required. Pretty sickening. Yeah. <laughs> Should we move on to Am I the asshole? Uh yeah, actually, if you go on, if you press, uh, if you go on Word document, mm, mm. there's like a snapshot of one more which Stick said is really good, which I haven't read but on your stick, always looking out for us. This one starts with a picture of Wojak with a gun to his head, looking really angry. The cry one of him being like, Neh. "Me and my girlfriend tried swinging. We met a couple online and we all went to their apartment. So things started up at first and his girl was blowing him and my girl was blowing me. A few minutes in, he started pulling my girlfriend over and then my girlfriend started sucking his dick with the other girl. So I walked to the other side of the bed and tried making the other girl suck my dick, but she was basically ignoring me and paying attention to the other guy. So my girlfriend got on the guy to ride him so he could also she could also suck my dick. The other girl just tried to make out with her boyfriend. So I again tried to make the move on the other women and she stopped and said, I'm not comfortable with this and walked to the other side of the room. So my girlfriend basically just fucked some other guy while <laughs> sucking my dick. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude. I'm sorry, but you have to admit objectively. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, man. <laughs> we finished up and we went back to drinking. I was pissed off and I wanted to go. Then this fucking guy said, you're free to go if you want. Swinging isn't for everyone. And then... <laughs> well, clearly, he wasn't swinging. He was not swinging. <laughs> that guy's such a dick. <laughs> what a douche. <laughs> and then asked my girlfriend right in front of me if she wanted to stay. She left with me and he told her she could come back whenever she wanted. Wow, this guy is such a douche. Dude, he's Rocco Sofredi. He's the guy that you decided to swing with. <sighs> when we got home, me and my girlfriend got into a huge argument, but we talked through it and we decided we were going to try and make it work. That was two months ago and I'm still pissed off and sad. We deleted everything. And we decided we weren't going to try shit like that again. But I don't know what to do. I've tried to forget this shit, but I can't. Is this relationship worth trying to save? Look, see, this is the problem. I hear this a lot, all the time. Guys always say to me, man, I would love it if like we just started just this open relationship and then everybody just got some love. Because there's, there is a thing in the back of guys' minds where they just want to procreate with as many women as possible. The problem is, here's the huge problem with this. You're not Andrew Tate. You know, that, that is the huge problem with it. You are not going to be anywhere. You as a guy just have to accept this. This is your lot in life, yeah? You die in wars. 
you have to uh, earn income. Like it is just expected of you to earn income. If women want to or not, that's just the liberation or not. But guys have to, otherwise they're fucking useless. And also on top of that, uh, no one wants to fuck you. Probably not even your girlfriend. They just do it as like a, a, a duty thing. Yeah, you know, it's, they're it's fucking the security guard. They're fucking <laughs> the security guard. That's what's happening there. And so honestly, I, I, I always say this to people, you could do what you want with your life, but I don't think it's going to turn out well for you. It is going to turn out extremely well for the woman to the point that she's just going to be like, I'm good like that in that situation. <laughs> Can you please start sucking my boyfriend's dick? It'll get to that sad stage. <laughs> Look, life's not fair, okay? Dude, also, you really don't want to be Andrew Tate either. <laughs> like, this is, being Andrew Tate sucks. Why? Well, I mean, I'm not even talking about his jail sentence, but just that life. <laughs> just the life of, like... If we take away the sex trafficking crimes, yeah, go on. Yeah, take away the sex trafficking crime. It's just, like, I don't know if that life is fun, where, like... Every interaction that you have with a woman is like based on like this thing of like, first of all, is she hot? Am I going to be like, I don't know. Like, dude, someone tell Andrew Tate, relationships can be fulfilling. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if you know this. There's like, you lose some, but you gain a little bit as well. And I think there's any use in telling Andrew Tate that. I think he's just saying, yeah, but you know what else is fulfilling? A Bugatti. Yeah. He's just going to care about, he likes the lifestyle. Uh, yeah, dude. And like, also this like, Coming back to your point of like all those guys that think like, dude, having an open relationship would be mad. I got conned a little bit by someone who y'all know, and it's not Miss Love. He, he, he might think that we live in a dome. So I guess you know, <laughs> he once told me, dude, you know, a majority of the girls have this kink where they want their guys to have sex with other women and tell them about it. And I was like, wait, a majority of women have that? I was like, yeah, it's one of those suppressed tendencies that all girls have that, like, you know, guys really don't look into because they're cocks. And I was like, damn, man, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I went to my dating partner at the time. <laughs> and I asked this, did you ever fantasize about me being with other girls and telling you about it? And this is, she looks straight at me, she's like, Fuck no. <laughs> that was like asking you, do you want to eat your own cup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I was like, mm, me neither. I didn't even think about that either. I just thought I'd bring it up, you know? Just to see if you're into it. Yeah. Not judging. Dude, that was the flattest, like, no I have ever heard in my entire life. That's a flat no. Yeah. Especially when you're on the Tinder dating scene, you would get some flat ones. That yeah, but also, what, what is is that the end of the relationship? What what's what's the no no no? Now thing? he's saying, should I break up? Should I make this relationship work? Look, even though you're never going to hear this, my advice to you, buddy, would be just keep it going. She seems like she was very considerate in the situation. She was, yeah. I, I I think that look, it was just like all of us. You had this hubris that you could aim for that tiny percentage of men that have like thirty girlfriends at once. Yeah, but. You're not that guy. You're definitely not that guy. Dude, having said that, if she had stayed, then yes. <laughs> that's when that's a breakable offense. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but she did it. She yeah, went home. She came out. She like and she was like supportive. And then he, and I bet it was your idea to open it up in the first place. Yeah. I bet the swinging idea didn't even come from her. It was nah. you. Yeah. That like manipulated her for like months to agree to this. Yeah. And it just went. And what else did you think was going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> you walk in and all the girls are like, oh my God, he is the best. <laughs> you idiot. But having said all of this, idiot. dude, having said all of this, if you've seen your life partner having sex with like Andrew Tate in front of to you swallow. while you got nothing and were turned down, I don't know if you can recover from that. Yeah. It's no one's fault. Actually, it's, it's a Chris fault. Rock thing of, I don't think you should break up with your girlfriend. But you But I to. understand. Yeah, you, 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 that's... I like this. This is cool. It's like being a judge. A judge of sex. Yeah, but like, I think I think it is breakup time. You think it's breakup time? You shouldn't. Dude, I think that you, you should to. be the bigger man. Well, you can't. <laughs> He's you clearly weren't. not the you bigger man. You were not man. the bigger man. No, got, like, that other guy was the bigger man. And immediately said, come with me. 
<laughs> you're not the swinging stuff for everyone, bro. But if you want to leave your girlfriend here, yeah, dude, imagine if he leaves her and she starts dating that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and and while he's still dating that other chick as well. Uh, yeah, of course. Dude, he's he, he seems like the guy who dates everyone. Fuck. Huh, the poor guy. If that happened to you, what would be your next move? I would hope that my next move would be, all right, I'm just going to try and swallow my pride and keep going. That's what you would want your next move to That's be. That's what I want what my next would move. be your next move? Actually, probably exactly this guy, just bitching on Reddit. Yeah, you seem secure enough to like be like, you, you could probably move past it. I don't think I would be able to move past that. Yeah. It also depends how serious you are with that partner of yours. If it's just someone you're dating, okay. But if it's like the mother of your children, game over. I think this is another one of these things of you probably shouldn't be looking at advice from uh, Ali and I to begin with when it comes to like your personal feelings. But the other one is that I definitely don't think that you should be looking to Reddit for advice. What you should be doing instead is the actual version of reading where you read books about this stuff instead i don't know if that's going to help either you i think it does shrink. because i think the fact once ages ago way the love of my life at the moment has been nothing but faithful to me but uh once there was a chick that i was dating that did cheat on me and i think that it helped a lot that i had read a book about why people cheat and i got it I understood. Well, isn't it different for guys and girls why they cheat? Yeah, but in general terms, yes. But there is also specific reasons that you can hit into people and realize that's that type of person and they have this type of personality. And some people, some people are just promiscuous and unfaithful and you kind of just have to expect that. Now, obviously, the relationship didn't work out, but it wasn't because of that. It was just because after a while I realized... Yeah, she's just not a good person. But were I swear really to God it wasn't her? because of the colouring of that. Were you really into her, what, uh, this girl that cheated? Not particularly. It was only like a, a few yeah, well, months old at that point. that makes it so much easier. That's true. You've got to be like, in order to understand like what it truly feels like, you have to like be in love with someone and then see your heart shatter into a million pieces. Yes, you do. But I feel like you can overcome it, Jordan. You've got that thing. Even though, like, you are very serious about loyalty and shit, but for some reason, a lot of these, like, social relationships and these, like, worldly rules that we've made, you're above them. I think it's because I've got this one piece of advice from self-help, which is, and I, 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 I want everybody to just inscribe this in their personal Ten Commandments. Whatever someone does, expect that that is part of their nature. Because I think that a lot of the time when it comes to cheating, when it comes to all of those, uh, you know, the, the, the trust has been broken. The thing that hurts the most is that you had this image in your head of what the person is. And then there's a piece of evidence that happens in the real world that contradicts that. And you're like, you're not the person that I thought you were. But just understand that everyone has a dark side. Everyone has little things in their personality that just come out at certain points. And sometimes that is them. Sometimes some people are just bad people, but some like everyone has little bad traits that don't pop out that much. And they do sometimes. And Wait, so you're saying cheating isn't that bad? <sighs> That's a big question. I don't think that cheating is what people think it is. I think that, Sometimes people cheat because it's a sign that they just want the relationship to end and that's a way to make it end. Uh, other times, I think that people cheat because Damn, they just have a weak moment. That makes sense. It's like, I think it, it's like a less, it's a less extreme version of this, but the days that you have cheat days on a diet and you know you say, oh, that's it, I'm never having pizza again. And then what happens a few months down the line? You have a pizza. Okay, one more question. Someone actually asked me this like a few months ago and I didn't have the answer to it. Like I did have the answer to it, but then they made some compelling arguments that made me reconsider. So they were asking me, let's say you are the person that cheated on someone, right? And it was one of those moments of weakness. You're not like a habitual cheater. It's not like you, you're trying to get away from it because that's like 
sociopathic behavior that, you know, you should probably break up with that guy or girl anyways. But if you're one of those people that had a moment of weakness, you've been in a relationship for so long. Now, the question was, should you tell them or should you just keep it in? I said, I'll tell you what my response was. I was like, yeah, like you're being a dick again. You need to tell them, you need to come clean. And if they leave you, then they leave you. If like they stay with you, then like you got lucky and you'll know and you'll know never to do it again. However, they said, isn't that just like you relieving yourself of the guilt and you're not really thinking about the other person? Because the other person is living a perfectly normal life. They're happy. And then you're going to bring something into their life that's going to make them absolutely miserable. Mm. And they might like the relationship might end. They didn't want any of this. But you had the decision that you could keep it going, but you didn't because you were feeling guilty and you just wanted to put more weight on someone else. To which I would say to them, that is a rationalization because you don't want to tell the other person. I think that you are right in that you should probably tell the other person because of that. I think they're also right that you're going to make their life a hell of a lot worse. Uh, I would say... If you had the self-discipline to iron out that kink in your own personality, maybe you can keep it a secret if you do it. But probably what's going to happen is that now that you've realized you've got that free pass, you'll keep doing it until you get caught. Well, in that case, you will eventually get caught. But And so that's fine. Like You'll eventually get caught if that's something that you do all the time. You can't like keep that secret forever. Like for a whole life ahead of you. You can't. But if you are one of those people that doesn't actually do it and it was that one time, you could potentially live a full life without your partner ever knowing. Yes. Uh, it's a lot more common than people would suspect. But I would say even if you do get away with it forever and theoretically you keep cheating uh, and the relationship does end, you're going to do it with the next partner because that is something in you that is a weakness that you haven't worked on. Once a cheater, always a cheater? No, but potentially yes. Not always a cheater, but if you are somebody that has that little, like, I have my moments, you need to sort that out at a bare minimum. Dude, some guys are just unashamedly cheaters. But Have you met those people? Yes, but... The thing is, the women, not always, because everyone's a different person, but I think the women sort of know what they're getting into. I think it's the same with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's like when he came out and said, yeah, yeah, I fucked my maid. Everyone's response was, just your maid? You're Arnold Schwarzenegger. Everyone just expected that he was just fucking supermodels and movie stars. And he was. But it's expected of him. I think that that's what I'm talking about beforehand. It's like uh, if you are with one of these guys that you know is going to be a player, it's not that hurtful when they come out and they have cheated on you because you were expecting that that was going to be the case. Yeah, yeah. Th- those those relationships are different. Like anyone that gets into a relationship with Elon Musk forever now, for instance, right now, has to know that he's going to cheat on you. Yeah, and that's he's a part of the deal. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The more money you have, the, the more likely. Every guy wants to do it. I think at that point, if you're dating a movie star or a billionaire, it is on you that if you're the person being like, I can't believe you cheated on me. It's just like, well, that was very stupid and naive of you then. Okay, what about this? There's another testimonial that guys who aren't habitual cheaters have cheated, come clean. Their partner has actually stayed with them, but they say this, that relationship changed the day I told her. Like there's a level, she has never looked at me the same way. She has never like that, that certain level of respect that I used to get, none of that. And so like you continue to live together, but you're not that happy. Which gives you another reason why either just break up with them or never tell them at any given point. That's true. I will say this though. Trust can be broken and trust can be rebuilt. Can it and be rebuilt? It can though? be, yes. And it can be uh, if they're if you're truly committed to it, you know, uh, it happens. 
you can rebuild the trust. So there's some hope out there for all you cheaters. <laughs> it can be done. It might take a few years, but, you know, it's possible. It can happen. Dude, I know this guy who, like, just is, looks for a reason to cheat. Like, he will, he will wait for his wife. And, dude, he's telling his mates. Like, he will wait for his wife to, like, go. Like, if she's overseas or something, or if she's even, like, in a different city, He's, like, going to try his best to do it. And he's it's, got two it, it, kids. It, it, he's a guy that you would, again, expect to cheat going no, into it. Not before he got married. Like, not before I heard everything. I didn't think that he was he would be one of those guys. First of all, he's not rich. So he's not, like, some guy who can, like, get away rich with it. Rich doesn't have anything to do with it. He's, like, some... He's, like, a... He's fucking very, very lower middle class but like dude he just he just does it like he doesn't i guess he doesn't care because in my head i'm like i'd never say this to him but in my head i'm like dude like you've got kids like that would be such a big fuck up if she found out like you were risking everything but like he doesn't think the same way he just thinks of like the thrill Mm, of doing it mm, mm. well that's you know what that is a big component of cheating that's a big component People always think I need to change my relationship or I need to cheat because I need something exciting in my life. And it's like, yeah, but you can get that exciting thing from a bunch of things. You don't have to have an affair to get that spark of excitement. Yeah, so it's cocaine. on you to get something else. Do coke. Well, I, to be fair, someone Ali that knows does, a guy. Someone, do, <laughs> someone that does do coke is probably also cheating. I have a feeling. Yeah, I think yeah, those absolutely. two go hand in hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're not like uh, separate. But yeah, it's... It's always like it's such a it's such a heavy subject. And then like there's this other issue which I face is like, okay, now that I know this, am I supposed to tell his wife? Like what is like I never I've never done it. And I'm like, I guess I'm a bad person for it, but I've never told his wife. No, but that's everyone. Everyone does that. And it's I, I think that that's perfectly reasonable because Really, it isn't your business. It isn't my business, but also he's telling me stories. Yeah, I know. That's the worst part, isn't it? Because it does give you guilt that you don't... This is amazing. It doesn't just affect them. It affects everyone around them. I still don't think it's your business, though. It isn't, but here's, here's how I justify it in my head. I would have told his wife, had his wife been a friend of mine, but I know her through him. So there's no reason for me to be telling her shit. Mm. But like, let's say uh, both of them were my friends and they eventually got together and then this was happening from either side. That would make me think if I need to like break it to them or not. Oh yeah. That's a different quandary altogether. Yeah, The bro code is is toxic, but it's real. (laughs) Yeah. But let's be honest, there's also sisterhood. So. Is there though? Is it like, would girls hide... You know what Minnie was telling me the other day? It's so true. I, I, we all know it. But when a woman breaks up with a man, we all know that immediately what happens is they all sit in a group and they just trash talk the guy endlessly. Fuck him. You're better than him anyway. He's not shit. You can find better. When a guy breaks up with a chick, this is what happens every time. Mm, sucks, man. Want to go and get a beer? Yeah. You can never really go with that tactic of like she sucked anyways because you don't even know like if they're gonna get back together and then yeah it's really yeah really awkward yeah it's it's always like damn man the bro code goes into heavy. it's none of my business there too <laughs> that's all that happens like damn man heavy <laughs> yeah 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 anyways like what what do you wanna do do you wanna just like go out yeah, yeah we don't talk about yeah. that shit you can find another girlfriend if we go out but you just want to go out yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no 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 it's always like it's this this is like every guy ever has said this as a response to someone bringing up it's like man the best way to get over someone else is the best way to get over someone is get on top of someone else. yeah right i mean are we wrong uh, are we wrong <laughs> this guy's like just dying from inside <laughs> <laughs> it is it's the same thing as it's the same thing as when a dog dies it's the best cure is get another dog yeah but i but think sometimes it's it just not ready it works better with dogs than it does with humans don't you think like okay a lot of people like if i 
if my dog died, I would be devastated. Like, absolutely devastated. But I have seen those instances where a new dog comes and all of a sudden, ah. Oh. <laughs> this dog's also cute this and loyal. This dog is also cute and also look like, what am I going to do? Focus on this other dog and take care of this cutie. <laughs> What's past is past. But, like, it does not happen with breakups. You would see guys that break up, or even girls, that break up with someone and it takes them, like, a year to get over them. No, but that's the whole thing. This is a very interesting thing about breakups. Yes, that's true. Even it does you, take time. Time heals wounds. Women, because they sit there and go, fuck him, he's shit, don't need it anymore. We'll go out, we'll have a party, we'll just dance, and all that stuff. Uh, because they do that, and they just take the grieving head on, because women do like just all the emotional scope of what there is. Guys really just want to sit there and watch Simpsons and get stoned. And That's the happy it stays place. with them for like forever. No, 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 no. It stays with the guy forever. Yeah, the guy. Yes. The girls, they have like this whole period of like, you know, they'll do the whole thing of like shave off, then grow it back, color it green. Like they'll, they'll do the process of getting over someone. Um, but guys will never do it. And you will see guys that have traumas from their breakup indefinitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens. Uh... I suppose the whole thing is you should just let it out. But it's just not in guys' nature to do it. The guys just kind of cop a lot of shit and keep moving on with life. And that's just the way they are. And then one day they will randomly start crying in front of their current partner and not be able to explain why you're crying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It happens. <laughs> it happens. I think, I think we're out of time for the wait, wait, ATA. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's, let's, let's do, do the other ones. What time? It's nine. It's nine. All right. Look, we've got 15 more minutes. So do you want to... Uh, India is changing its name to Bharat. Fuck that. That's hilarious. <laughs> How funny yeah. is that? There's like this okay, huge this is world the event. Eh. India has Let's decided... Let's go back to M.I. the show. There's conjecture that they might change their name to Bharat, which is the Sanskrit word. You know, funnily enough... Actually, I just want to make this point. It's hilarious that India's name is India. Because it comes from the River Indus, which isn't even in India. Maybe it's they in should Pakistan. change their name. That's sucked in. Sucked. Anyways, but that, uh, we're not going to go. Ooh, that hurts. Let's talk about. No wonder they want to change it. Yeah, yeah. They, well, I think they want to change it for the same reason that Turkey changed their name. Like, it's Western. I was like, yeah, stop being so insecure, bitch. Yeah. Isn't and it? also, come on. Look, your name is Turkey. That's ridiculous. Yeah, and like you changed it to Turkey, but you changed the spelling, so you want to make... But like, dude, Bharat is going to be even worse. Like, you've built up this brand. Mm. Like, years and years of mm. marketing, and it's like you changed his name to India. Dude, you know what? Change it. I'm going to fucking lobby the Pakistani government to just name themselves India. <laughs> and so all the shit that you get, all the soft power, all of a sudden, we're going to get it. Do it. Yeah. All the business deals. It's That's the way to do it. It's a moronic idea. Yeah. I Real know like Indian. some of you nationalists are like, no, it's because we want to get rid of this colonial shit. It's like, you're not getting rid of shit, bro. It's not going to do anything except that no one's going to know your name for like 10 years and then eventually they'll be like, Parat, or whatever. They won't though. It'll be the younger generations to do it, but it'll be like when Nestle's changed its name to Nestle and old people still call it Nestle's. Who the fuck? What's Nestle's? They, that's the original name for Nestle. Same spelling? It has an S at the end. So what happened Man, was cool, they uh, started selling a bunch of baby formula to the third world, but because third world water is shit, they were saying, don't feed your kids breast milk, feed them baby formula. And because it was just fucked third world water, they killed a lot of babies. And oh, then yeah, there was huge remember backlash. That remember that? I remember like Nestle had that baby formula issue, but I didn't yeah. know it was called something different. Yeah, they called it Nestle's. And then they came back and they said, we've got to think about this. Okay, we could do this massive compensation payment or we could spend money on changing our branding by chopping off the S. Bye-bye, S. And it worked. We are sad. R-S. Because huh? Nestle right now is like, you don't think of like baby killers. You think of this wholesome, you think of Kit Kat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think it worked. Good on them. So what we're saying is India, change your name. Now, next one. Yeah, yeah change your name and then Pakistan, take change that it to name India. immediately. <laughs> Can't let that shit go. Yeah, it's off the patent list now. Yeah, also, you have a reason. The Indus flows in your... Anyways, uh, le okay, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about uh, the Chinese economic slowdown. Mm. Have you been like, you know, there's... God, what a pod. Where else do you get this topic range? 
know, right? Drinking your cum and <laughs> Chinese economic <laughs> slowdown. Dude, so like I've been I've been looking into China and its economy a little bit because you know they've been. The whole thing was that after COVID, because they went extreme with their lockdowns, the assumption was after COVID eases off, China's economy is going to go back into full swing. And their full swing is like 7 8% growth, which is unbelievable. Because their slowdown is 5%. Like, if, if imagine if Australia said that we're going we're gonna to grow by 5%, we'd be like fucking partying. But like in uh, in China's case, this is their slowdown. And like, and what I found out was that it's actually self-induced. They're doing this on purpose to a certain extent. So, like, wh what's happened with China is because they grew, like, 12% up until, like, 2007, 2008, which is, like, cartoon figures, they used to have this huge amount of surplus. And so they used to just, what could they do with that amount of surplus? They would invest in like infrastructure and housing, and which was working fine until they decided that like they need to weed off of their export income and they need to become a consumption based society, kind of like Australia, or like actually kind of like America is, or England or the Europe or Europe is, where most of their GDP is being contributed by the domestic population just consuming a fuckload. Well, why wouldn't you if you're China? Yes, but like they were still making money from exports. Yeah, of course. Right? So they wanted to go Why into this consumption-driven model. And so they, so around 2015, they started to like slow down their economy. But what happened was instead of the consumption growing, they just created this massive property bubble where all of the money was being siphoned off into housing. And so like there were these buildings that were being created where no people tenants. weren't living but like but the same thing what we do in australia they are doing they were doing as well where the way you become rich in china is by owning multiple properties and some of these properties are like so far away from you they're in like regional chinese areas and they don't even exist yet like they're gonna build a building they're gonna sell those flats and then your property will start gaining because it was so speculative that a lot of people were making money off of that and then the Chinese government decided that this was getting too much. So they wanted to deflate the bubble. Mm -hmm. And they did that by basically starving investment from property. And all of a sudden, the Chinese economy just started slowing down. But the problem is the rift is all... The, there's a weird rift over here. So Xi Jinping believes that the, 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 the housing bubble was too intense that we need to deflate. The alternative for that is to basically encourage more consumption in china which means you essentially have to give people money in order for them to buy shit like right you know like if they're eating like regular like cheap pork they need to like start eating wagyu whatever whatever inflates like you know your consumption but gg which is funny because he's from he's part of the communist party believes that no we, we're not going to do that because that's lazy western mindset we're not going to get, we're, we're going to make our population lazy by giving them extra money. And he gives like the example of South America, where it's like by encouraging this policy, they've made like an entire continent just lazy bums. But <laughs> you know, like throughout uni, I've been like advocating for the, the Latin American model because they did that. They were like, instead of like, you know, so the two models were there was the East Asian model, yep. which was like starve your population, yep. keep wages really low, mm. get them to like work more hours and mm. then make money off of export. Mm -hmm. And the Latin American model was like, no, you give people money. If they have money, they'll spend money and that's how your economy is going to grow. Mm -hmm. 20, 30 years in hindsight, definitely one was more successful <laughs> than the other. Clearly, <laughs> So... Even though, like, um, I, at uni, I used to be like, no, Latin American model is definitely better. But, like, now I look at it, I was like, I don't know, man. Like, mm, numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie over here. So Xi Jinping is, like, anti that. But at the same time, he's deflating the housing bubble. So, like, they're in this weird fucking situation where they don't really know what's the next growth phase. Mm. And the, the, the conjecture is that, like, it is possible that China's going to go the Japanese way. Because apparently the same thing happened with Japan in the 80s, where like they were exporting heaps and they were making 
a lot of money through exports and then eventually their population got like rich enough then they started moving into consumption driven model but the consumption driven model didn't really work it just inflated their housing and then in the 90s they had that housing like that asian financial crisis and they've basically never recovered since mm. so they're saying one theory is that china is probably going to become the next japan where they'll be stuck in this middle income threshold for the foreseeable future the other then there's the opposite camp where they're saying like that's not going to happen with china there's a lot of room for growth in china still and the reason why their economy is slowing down is actually a top down model well it's not just happening because it's getting out of control but it's happening because they're purposely doing it because they want to like avoid a 2008 like situation and uh then there's the third view which is the hawk american view which is like china is collapsing it's going to china as we know it is about to end in the next 5 years that's the peter zehan way of looking at it and i say It's got to be somewhere in the middle, guys. No, not the Zihan middle. I don't think China is going to cease to exist as a country. That's a bit of a stretch. But like <laughs> it, it is it. but it is like this to get becoming this is the other thing like becoming a first world country is really hard. Yeah. It's like it's not an easy thing. But if anyone's doing it, it's China. Yeah, but like what China doesn't have that the US, Australia and like, you know, Europe Europe to a lesser extent but they had is like you need to also have those natural resources on your side. You need to have like everything at home. Korea did it. They don't have any natural resources. Yeah, okay, true Korea did it, but Japan did it. Yeah, but like, you know, they're also stuck in that Japan is China could become a Japan. Yeah, but uh, I'd rather be a Japan than China. Yeah, but like wouldn't you rather be a US than Japan? Yep. <laughs> I'd rather Australia was a US than Australia. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> Cuz they just have everything. <laughs> like, you know, you, you play with what you give it. I think they play it extremely well. I I always see this though, Ali. Correct me if I'm wrong. But people are always predicting China is just around the corner from economic collapse. And then something like this happens and they say, "See, see, unlike any other country on earth, they are having a dip." therefore the collapse is imminent yeah and their dip is let's not forget still fucking 5% growth like what a dip that is not a dip you like yeah. any first world country would like take Kill that for that a, and this is the other issue like china but the, like i get it, the, the 5% growth when you are a developing nation it's easier to get the 5% growth yes i get that point yeah, but but like you know at the same time a lot of developing countries in this climate are not near not close no, to 5% no. they're sitting at 1% even negative percent depending on how bad covid no. was for them i think people just countries are defaulting at this point third world countries are defaulting yes while china is still at 5% don't you think though that the west just wants china to fail of so course. they just believe anything and like let's not forget that is a huge part of this slowdown as well like the in, the amount of investment that china was getting pre like you know the 2015 uh anti-china rhetoric because there was a time when like the US was like okay with China. They didn't like them, but they were happy to do as much trade as possible. And another major reason for their sh- slowdown is straight up the reduction of FDI. Mm. Like at one point all iPhones were being made in China. Now, I think 1 in 20 is made in India. Like 2 in 20 I think is now in Vietnam and they want to like increase. So FDI is moving away from China. So obviously that's going to have some impact on them. Mm. I definitely don't think that China is collapsing. But I I am entertaining the idea that China could be stuck in that middle income trap, which happens. But what do you mean by stuck? Do you mean 20 years? Because this is the whole thing that China does that the West is not. They think in terms of 50 year policies, 100 year policies. They think very long term. Man, you can you can plan all you want, but like, you know, the forces of economics somehow, like, you know, if you could plan 50 years ahead, couldn't you have avoided this massive housing bubble? Yeah, I know. There's always going to be things that don't go that, according to plan. But here's the thing, the good and the bad thing about China are one and the same, and we'll find out. You know how like 2008 happened and Obama was thrown into power and he his view was I can't do anything it. but bail them out, like they're too uh, big to fail. Yeah. and you know and like the conventional vis- wisdom is like he was probably right about this but china isn't doing that china is letting some of their big big 
big, huge companies fail. And they want them to fail because their argument is that they were being very uh, fiscally fri uh, frivolous where they're like basically what every country in the world does, which is give loans where there's like barely any collateral, the deposits were low and you just wanted to make money. And China is like, okay, if you're, if you were, if you were into those practices, you're definitely the most disadvantaged and we're happy for you to fail mm. because it's still the, the politicians are still not bought and sold by the companies because there's still that like, you know, this mesh of business interests and the communist party interests and the communist party is like trying to disassociate themselves from the business interest a little bit. That was, the, that was like the whole Xi Jinping anti-corruption crusade, which actually also led to their economy slowing down. But we'll see if, you know, if like it works, it'll be interesting to see, like, are they too big to fail? Damn. I mean, if anyone's too big to fail, yeah, Ever, surely the whole Evergrande, whatever that company was, like they just let them, they're gonna let them file for bankruptcy. Yeah. They're gonna be like, yeah, you fucked up, too bad. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, yeah. And I wasn't so, even thinking about it from that angle. I was just thinking, you know, like, I just thought that my God, they're so huge that, but yeah. they, if it stayed owned, you can, you can do that. You can't well, just say, no, nah, go away. It's it kind of like so. What's what they've basically done is that they've taken away all of the money that was being thrown at them, which was like, you know, even their local governments like fund these construction companies and these infrastructure companies to just keep building. So they were giving like all of the surplus that they used to get was being stifled in two areas. One was what they call productivity increase. So they were they, these were the only two things they were getting, putting their money in. Productivity increase which I don't know what that exactly means for them. I guess it means like better training and stuff. And the other was just housing and infrastructure. And they've pulled back their money for housing and infrastructure. And that's basically gotten all these companies to be like, they, they're arguing from their perspective is like, look, you set up this economic system. Like this is what we've been doing for a decade. You allowed us to do it. And so now keep giving us money. And they're right. If it was the U.S., the U.S. would have already passed a bailout package by now. Mm -hmm. But the Chinese are like, fuck you. And so I'm just, I'm interested to see what Man, happens. Man, I, I honestly think if that's the case, there will be hurt and then things will get better and they'll be back on track. Surely. If you're able to just redirect economic forces like that, yeah, you're able to bail yourself out in the right way. Yeah, the one advantage that these guys have is like they can just take those big moves. Like I don't think Obama. That's could what I'm saying. No, he decision. couldn't. No, like, that's what people even, forget. It wasn't even up to him to whether give a bailout or not. No, but like these guys are making can do it. So like we'll see. We'll see how. So we'll see all of those people that are always bitching as uh, armchair presidents in the New York Times and stuff, saying here's what Obama should have done. Yeah, they get see. to do what those let's guys see. say. But some Chinese economists are saying that they're not going to let the truly too big to fail companies fail. They're going to let those, you know, the ones that were like, you know, basically uh, uh, fucking Jordan Belfort or whatever, the Wolf of Wall Street type companies to fail. Good. And that sounds scummy. But the, the U.S. didn't even do that. Yeah, no. like, you had like those one. What are those? The fucking yeah, Jordan brothers? Belfort would have gotten bailed out. Yeah, Jordan Belfort did get bailed out. There we go. Like, there were so many of Jordan Belfers that got bailed out because they were saying, like, it's going to just, it's like a domino. Everything's going to collapse if they collapse. And so, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But the Chinese economy has definitely slowed down. That's actually the reason why our Australian dollar is so weak now. Dude, Australian dollar is fucking dog shit. I went overseas and I realized, like, oh, my God. You're poor even in Pakistan. Yeah. Like, 60 cents for a U.S. dollar right now. <sighs> we're almost half. And they're saying that that's not because a good of the Chinese slowdown. Yeah. What a weird situation we're in, where like our biggest trading partner slows down, which has a massive impact on our economy, but we should be happy about it. Mm. And let's keep arming ourselves to the teeth against our biggest trading partner. Yeah, I know. Just like, let's piss them off as much as possible. They like collapse and then like, and as a consequence, we collapse. But like, yay. Yeah, we did it. Yeah, we did it. We're also poor. Talk now. about cutting off your nose to spite your face. All right. Well, I think that's it. 
That's Thanks, our guys. for today. Appreciate it a lot. Thank you, everyone, for joining in. And BML, sorry, I will find that. I'll, I'll open it next week. I'll find the present. Okay. I just I did a, I did his spring cleaning. I was too ashamed because we had guests coming in. I was like, eh, this place is big, so. <laughs> uh, make sure you sign up to our Patreon. We kind of need your help at the moment <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, well, do you know about this? Patreon for a huge swath of Australians. For, I can't remember what it was. Some weird little uh, security glitch. And so they just cut a third of patrons. Now... A big chunk of those third came back once the security code was cleared, but not all of them came back. So uh, if you want us to continue laughing at people swallowing their own cum, and also you need to sign reacting up. to Tom Ballard's podcast about Jordan. Yes, which even with our big today. callback, and even though it's going to be under a paid thing, we'll still get more views than Tom Ballard's joke. <laughs> all right. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Yeah. See ya.